What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Oh, my God. Here we go. WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Howdy, hi, and welcome in to the Josh Innes Show. Josh in battle today, Halloween. How oh, are you? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, uh, yeah, sure. I love Halloween. I do, too. It's the best. Uh, I don't know if any kids are going to come to the house trick-or-treating tonight. We did buy some candy just in case. Uh-huh. Uh, so if not, I'll just eat it all, which is fine. It's a win-win for you, uh, yeah, regardless. There's no loss. That's why I make sure to buy candy that I will enjoy. <laughs> because if no one shows, I don't want to be stuck with you know a Snickers or something <laughs> that I don't enjoy. But uh, we're glad you guys are with us today. How about Derrick Henry running How about for Derrick like, Henry? It's like it's awesome, but it's also like... Okay, like, you know, the Texans are so bad that they just line up and run the ball 400 times yesterday and just mauled them. But Derrick Henry has, what, six 200-yard rushing games in his career, and I believe four of them are against the Texans. And last year, he didn't play against the Texans. No. And they had the worst rush defense in the league last year. He probably, he'd have like eight of them if he would have done that last year. It's nuts. But we'll get into that. Also, if you want to have the first word on the Josh Ennis Show, get in right now. First word. 615-737-1059. Stone. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's Classic Rock, Josh Ennis Show. First word. Today's first word belongs to Philip. What's going on, bud? Uh, not too much. So what's on your mind? Uh, to be honest, would be Ivan Moody talking about him retiring. What? The lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch. Oh. Him retiring. Oh, well, what about it? He came out. I found a post saying that he is going out on stage to retire. Oh, I didn't know in that. In 2024. I mean, 2023. No, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't either. That, that's a sad day right there. Oh, well, so you like Five Finger Death Punch then, huh? Yes, sir. I gotcha. See, I don't know anything about Five Finger Death Punch, honestly. Uh, it's been a pretty good band, to be honest. He's got some pretty good songs that will help you out through life, too. Gotcha. So what are, what about these songs helps you get through life? Uh, like, I've dealt with some stuff with my father, and there's a song he's got out. I remember everything that actually I could listen to it. It kind of helped ease things for me. Gotcha. Okay, I see. So Five Finger Death Punch, lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch. He's, uh, I, I guess, it's, it, I don't know if you've heard anything about that. Uh, I have no idea. I know idea. this isn't the first time he said this. Uh-huh. Like, he did this like a few years back, and, but I think he checked himself into rehab or something. He fell off the wagon, and then he came back and said it. But... Now I guess they're saying he's not retiring. I was looking this up just now as he was talking about yeah. it. The the show he's talking about was in uh, Colorado back on the 14th. Okay. And now he's like, hey, look, like uh, my bandmates deserve better. I'm not retiring. Like I'm going to still be here. So, the, so is this just some dude that says he's retiring all the time? 
He's an Eddie. Is, is, or he's a David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, retire, retire. Yeah, okay. Well, and he when he said he was retiring, he said, I'm gonna do one more album and then I'm calling it quits. Yeah. So I assume that they're working on a new album right now and that's kind of drawing buzz around it. But now he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna retire. Gotcha. Okay. Well. But if you look up Five Finger Death Punch, a lot of their hits are cover songs. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, Josh Ennis show. It is Halloween. Yes. Welcome in, everybody. How about the Vols with that win? How uh, about I mean, that? The Vol- I mean, like they beat the hell out of Kentucky, did they not? What an ass kick in that one. They, uh, they scored a lot of points, which was good for me because I took them to score more than 37. But they actually made me sweat it out a little bit. They had to score late in that one. Uh, they dominated the game, though, and now it's Georgia week. Woof. So Georgia and Tennessee between the hedges, baby. It's going to be a fun uh, game. I mean, this is a spot in the SEC championship game that is on the line. This is the marquee matchup of the college football season. Mm-hmm. It's not Ohio State and Michigan, all that garbage. It's the Vols and the Dogs between the hedges, baby. One game to see who's going to the SEC championship and who's going to be in the front line to get into the college football playoff. So uh, this is going to shock a lot of people. Yeah. I really want UT to win on Saturday. Why? Just because I want to see that rematch. Uh, and see, and here's, and that's probably what would happen unless the Fighting Tigers of Louisiana State University beat Alabama this weekend. <laughs> Are you an LSU fan this week now? I listen. I am always an LSU fan. People know that. But I find my I'm rooting for the Vols. There's no problem with that. I support the Vols. I'm on the radio here in Tennessee. A lot of our listeners are Tennessee Vols people, and they're kicking ass and taking names. They're in the East. My team's in the West. It doesn't impact me, baby. Let's go. I want to see the Vols take down the dogs this weekend. Let's do it. Man, it's going to be insane. I'm excited about that game, man. Like, genuinely excited. What a day Saturday is going to be because Tennessee and Georgia, that's at 2.30. Mm-hmm. Then I got Bama LSU coming up uh, after that at, like, 6.00. I am going to be so hammered, <laughs> like just drunk off my well, I ass. I can't watch on Twitter now unless you reactivate it when you're drinking. <laughs> nope, there will be none of that. Sorry. Uh, but anyway, Josh and his show, we got tons to get into today. You might as well stick around. Uh, we love you. Thank you. Go Big Orange. Josh and his show. 105.9 The Rock. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's Classic Rock, Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh in battle today. What's going on? Uh, I guess we won't have a quarterback controversy. That was like a big talking <laughs> point on all the wacky sports radio shows and pregame shows. I was in the car yesterday flipping around, and all the pregame dopes are like, well, if he if Malik plays well, I think we have a full-blown quarterback controversy. Well, he did nothing. He literally just said, here, run, go. <laughs> it's it. like, hey, King. Take care of business. So we do not have a quarterback controversy in Nashville because Malik. Now, that's not to say he won't be good. It's not to say that they even gave him a chance to be good yesterday. He threw the ball ten times. Second half, what they, I don't think they threw it in the second half. I don't believe so. Uh, they just handed the ball off, handoff, 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 handoff. So uh, there was no need to throw. They were picking up like six yards a carry, it seemed. Every time they got it, Derrick Henry was running for you know ten yards, it seemed. But um, – Anyway, there's no controversy here. Malik might be good in two years, three years, next year, next week. But right now, there is no quarterback controversy because Ryan Tannehill, for as mediocre as he is, still gives you the best chance to win. Yeah, and I got excited when I saw that Malik was going to be starting on Sunday, and I was like, okay, cool. I picked him up in our fantasy league. Oh, look at you. I was like, all right, he might run around. and he Wait, did you start him? Yes, I did. 
That's, but I, that's dumber than me not updating my roster Justin in five Herber, weeks. Justin Herbert was on a bye week, so I didn't have a quarterback. How do you not have multiple quarterbacks? Because I didn't. I had that the quarterback from Washington, but I was like, oh, Malik's going to run around the run around and hand it off to Derrick Henry, and he's going to run. So I was like, I'll pick up Malik and start I, I, him. Listen, I don't know a lot about fantasy football. Yeah. But I know some about actual football. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you thought, hey, Malik is going to go out and run around a little bit and all this and was going to be good to start for your fantasy team is truly – well, is truly one of the dumber things I've ever heard. Well, let me let me here's here was my thought process behind this because I first was like, of all, it's dumb that you don't have two quarterbacks. How do you not already have two quarterbacks on your fantasy football roster? I already had two quarterbacks, but I dropped I dropped what's his name from Washington, Taylor Heineke. Yes, who threw for like two two fifty and won the game yesterday. He by did, the way. but here's the thing: is like I use a couple websites for like sit or start, and every expert okay said start Malik over Taylor. I don't believe that. I it I was. Do not believe, I do not believe that there was a debate about. Like I don't buy that. I but know nothing about fantasy football. I believe you made a stupid decision to start Malik Williams in your fantasy football league. That's what I believe. That's dumb. Well, here's the thing, though. And is, I, and I want to say this too, really quick. I want to say, I have not updated my roster in like six weeks. I've accepted that I'm losing because I was hosed by program director Jonathan, and I'm not going to do it. Right. This, by the way, is our fantasy football league brought to you by Twin Peaks. Okay. Uh, and I don't know who's winning or not. I know I'm not because Jonathan screwed me, so I said, screw you back. Fine. But the idea that you thought Malik Williams was the play, or Malik Willis was the yeah. play, is baffling to but me. But here's, okay, here's my thought process, though, on this. Because I knew our offensive line was banged up and it's not good. And Houston couldn't stop the run, clearly, after watching that. So then I thought. Why, then why would they thought, hand the ball off to, to Henry instead of letting a rookie try to win the game? But for here's him? the thing, though, is I thought maybe they would play some read options. Maybe they would let Malik try to throw it and then Malik, that pocket would collapse and he'd take off running. I thought that that was going to happen. But obviously, after watching the game yesterday, it didn't. Malik got me. 1.4 because points. Because it was stupid. <laughs> that was a horrific decision. It was very horrific. I get that. Who was my quarterback yesterday? Uh, you had, you put in Joe Burrow. Oh, he plays tonight. Yes. Okay. And uh, you play Tammy, who hasn't, well, she's only won one game. Okay. Gotcha. Tammy's one in six, and uh, right now she's beating you 106 uh, to 83. Because I haven't updated my roster no, in you, weeks. Not you. Jonathan hasn't updated your roster. Correct. My ro- so, I've, I've con- like, if you play me in this fantasy league, you will win. Like, you had uh, Waller starting. Who's He's out? out. <laughs> you had Michael Thomas starting. He's been out for He's a month. Out. A month and a half. <laughs> your highest player was Pollard yesterday with yeah. 33 points. Because he rules. So, you've got left tonight. You've got Burrow and McPherson. Great. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to keep Tony Pollard. Even though I know I'm going to lose, I don't want anybody else to have him. <laughs> so I'm going to sit there and lose every week, but I'm going to keep this Tony Pollard who ran for 131 yesterday. But all that said, <laughs> it wasn't as dumb as taking Malik Willis as your starter. Hey, well, I can't win the fantasy football league anyways, but I don't thought— use that, but Don't use that as an excuse. I thought, I, I thought Malik was actually going to do something yesterday because I got excited because I was like, this is Malik's time to ball out. Like I was telling people, Malik's going to ball out. He's going to go out there and show, hey— this is my job, Tannehill. You could sit back there on the bench and hold the clipboard. Didn't do that. Did not do that whatsoever. Like he was fifty yards. He, yeah, he was. Uh, he was six for ten with fifty-five and an interception. Yeah, great game. Yeah, great game. <laughs> so I'm glad you started him. That is literally. I could argue 
that me not dumping Michael Thomas, who's out for the year, and starting him despite the fact he's out for the year, <laughs> is not as dumb as you making Malik Willis your starter. I, I can thought make that he was going to do good. I can make that argument. The Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Some people upset over what Tom Petty's music is going to be used for. We'll have that for you in the news in just a sec. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville Classic. Howdy, hi, and welcome in to the Josh Innes Show. It is Josh in battle today. Glad you guys are with us. Derrick Henry ran for a billion yards yesterday. The Vols scored a billion points on Saturday. It is football time in Tennessee. I, it, like quietly, the Titans have won five in a row. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like last night, I'm watching Sunday Night Football, and uh, they're promoting the Titans Chiefs game that's coming up on Sunday night next week. And uh, they go the Chiefs versus the surging Titans. I go, how are the Titans surging? They're not very good. Then oh yeah, they've won five in a row. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, so, uh, but they're playing. I mean, they're playing. They're winning. They're winning games. Like the division stinks. It's a whatever. But they're clawing at it. They've won five in a row. I'm far more excited about the Vols. This game this weekend's got me all sorts of jacked up, man. I'm ready to go. Vols, dogs, between the hedges, SEC championship game on the line. Let's go. 1059 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All righty. What do you have today, Battle? So there's some people on the internet that is not too thrilled with Tom Petty's estate right now. All right. Uh, they're partnering with every town to work on gun safety. Now, okay. every town is a, a Mike Bloomberg-affiliated group. Okay. Uh, they announced the uh, the partnership with Petty's estate last week that they're going to be adding uh, Tom Petty's song. It's uh, something good coming. Okay. They're going to be adding that in some political ads about gun safety. In- and so, who's upset about that? I mean, obviously, people who don't like gun control stuff, and probably right wing people don't like this. Yes. It's his freaking music. The people can do what they want to do with it. They own it. They can do what they want. Correct. And these political ads are going to be running in Colorado, Georgia, and Pennsylvania as the midterm elections approach. Hey, you know what, man? That's what people do. And if that's what the guy would have wanted, who knows? I don't know, but I, I, who knows? But I don't care. It doesn't phase me. And I don't like Tom Petty less because his song is being featured in a gun control ad. Now, there are some people who are just so out of control politically mm-hmm. that I'm like, all right, I can't handle you. Like, you annoy me with your politics, and I don't like you, and I know you wouldn't like me. Like, there are people like that. Like, Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> Bette we Midler. always go to Bette Midler. <laughs> Bette Midler is a lunatic, right? Yeah. I like some of Bette Midler's stuff, Right. But for the most part, Bette Midler is a lunatic. Therefore, like, I know we would not like each other. Yeah. So I don't care what her music's used in because I just assume, hey, me, you, we wouldn't see eye to eye. Right. There are some people, though, like Tom Petty seems like his whole aura seems pretty uh, harmless. Music's good. I'm more offended by the fact that Tom Petty's music is used at crappy sporting events far too often now than the fact that one of his songs is going to be in a gun control ad. Yeah. How many times did they use that in the Florida game? A billion times. <laughs> they will not back down. Florida is not backing down tonight. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, But I like Tom Petty. So, like, his songs are so good, I don't care that one of his songs that I don't even know is going to be in a gun control act. Right. Like, I don't, I don't care, you know? I hate politics, and I hate politicians, and I'm sick of all of it. 
Well, and that was the thing is like and these when, people are lunatics. Everybody's a lunatic about politics now. Oh, for sure. And once you get the, like music and celebrities involved into it, it's a, a big ordeal. Like what was it? A couple years back when Beastie Boys were in Joe Biden's political ads. Like, people went crazy and like, we're done with Beastie Boys. Then, then be done with them. Like, that's what, at some point, we just got to start telling people who bitch about stuff, go away. Exactly. Like, I, like can more people, like, shut up, Bette Midler. <laughs> Here's what I want more of. All I right. want more people, like, when someone calls and says, I don't like this and this, then piss off. Why can't we just start doing more of that? Like, people that leave bad Yelp reviews. You know what? Instead of sitting there begging them to stay, like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. Let's make it right. Let's give you a free meal. Let's try it again. It must have been a bad day for the server. Just tell people to screw off. The customer's not always right. Like, just start telling people that. You know, like, it'd be great if we had a real-life block button. Like, when people just mess with you on social media and you go, I'm just going to block you. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice to just block humans. Just, I block you. Goodbye. But at some point, fantastic. we just have to start telling people, great, you don't like what I stand for, then don't listen to the music. If it bothers you that much, if you are so bothered by the fact that this country singer likes Trump or whatever, or like Jason Aldean, mm -hmm. if it bothers you so much that Jason Aldean's wife is you know, a right-wing person, then don't listen to Jason Aldean music or don't buy her makeup or whatever it is she does. Don't buy it. There. It's that simple. But there's no need to just sit around and bitch about it all the time. Just don't patronize these people. It's not hard. Oh, you don't like that Tom Petty's song's going to be used in a gun control ad? Then either listen to the music or don't listen to the music. It's simple. Why is this so hard? There are people that bitch about the radio station all the time. It's simple. Don't listen. You can change your channel. Like, I've never, like, gotten Burger King and said, boy, this sucks, but I'm going to keep going back even though it sucks. Right. If you don't like something, don't go back. Like, do you think something's going to change? Like, are you going to go back and go, well, I really don't like nuggets at McDonald's, but I go every week and get nuggets. <laughs> well, it ain't going to change, Chief. They're the same thing. So just get over it. Stop bitching about everything. Just You have a choice in life. Like they, It is not the obligation of anybody else to cater to you if either you like it or you don't. Thank you. Welcome to your TED Talk. Thank you, damn it. All right. <laughs> I'm all worked up. Just, like, at some point, just start telling people to screw off. Live your damn life. We will rock you on The Rock. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh in a show. It's Josh in battle today. So we were talking about Tom Petty's music being used in a gun control ad, mm -hmm. right? And whatever. It's his music. The people that own it can do whatever the hell they want with it. It's not going to stop me from liking or disliking a Tom Petty song because of it. But... Uh, what, what, you have something from Brian Johnson yeah. from OCDC that's similar to this? Basically, so he was doing like an interview and he said that uh, he isn't a fan of politicians on either side of the Atlantic. Uh, and he revealed he's never voted. Great. You shouldn't. It's a waste of time. And uh, he explained, he said, people go, oh, well, it's your fault then. I go, no, it's your effing fault for voting these Cretans in. What would happen if both the candidates got zero votes? Revolution. That would effing happen, and we'd get the right people in. Hey, look at that. I voted one time ever, and I don't plan on voting ever again. And I voted last time, and I voted for Trump because I refused to vote for someone who's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been proven that the man is a vegetable. So in that point, I said, how can we get to you – know, and I, and I was also – like, for a brief moment in time during the pandemic and everything, I was really, like, hyper-political, even though I know nothing about it. <laughs> I would just get really angry over politics. And I would just be like, oh, screw these people. And my podcast was all about it. And I was like, rah, I'm Clay Travis. 
And uh, I just really, I was like really enamored with it and immersed in it for a little while. And then I really hated myself after that. Uh, and, but I voted for Trump because I said, you know what, I'm not going to vote for for Biden. I think this guy's a total creep and a loser. And, and not that Trump is, you know, any sort of prize, but I mean, the Biden's just a puppet. So I was like, I can't do this. So the one time I've ever voted, I voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. And I'm never voting again, like ever, for any race or anything, because I'm I really have always hated politicians and politics. It's and I have no desire I have no desire to get back into it. So I agree with this guy. And I do love the people who do come at you with, Oh, it's your fault. You don't No, it really is. And I like I chose not to vote. You know, like if you really want to blame people whose fault it is, how about the people who vote for candidates that have no chance to win? Like, hey, I voted for the Libertarian. Great, you literally voted for a loss. Well, like, you like, cannot win. Remember when they started riding in Harambe, the gorilla? Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with it. Make a mockery of it because right. it is something worth making a mockery over. These people, they, like, like when you got two people out of the billions of people. Like, hey, here's two people that you have a choice to vote for. Why? Why is this my option? Like, screw you. But anyway, back to the thing about where this started with like Tom Petty. I don't care if Tom Petty's music is in an ad for something. I can disagree with it or whatever, but it's not going to stop me from liking certain things. There are people's movies that I like that I disagree with them politically. I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just really don't care at this point. Now, if you guys want to get in, you can get in via text. Text the word ROCK in your message to 64895. You can call as well, 615-737-1059. Like, does that bother you? Like, Are you not going to listen to Tom Petty anymore? Because a song of his, by the way, he's dead, uh, long dead. Wait, what? Like, are you not going, breaking news, like, are you not going to listen to a Tom Petty song now because it's featured in a gun control ad? Like, come on, man. Like, that, that nothing about that. I don't care. I just don't care. So, whatever. But uh, there you go. All right. I have uh, gotten disconnected from the world, and I truly feel disconnected from the world. <laughs> I will explain that to you next. The Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Why can't this be love? Van Hagar, Josh Innes Show. So I told you last week that I stopped uh, using Twitter. I deleted or deactivated my Twitter, and I think it's got like 30 days for me to reactivate it. If not, it goes away forever. I think I'm about a week into that, and it's fine. Uh, but I, I still have Facebook, or I did. So as of yesterday, I still had Facebook. I had a fan page or you know a show page that had like seven or eight thousand people on it, and then I had my personal page, uh, which is maxed out. Like there's like thousands of people waiting to be my friend on there. I'm not trying to brag or anything, <laughs> but there's just like hundreds at least of people that have sent in requests. Whatever, I don't. It, it is what it is. So yesterday I'm fighting with people on social media. I've been in a very like fighting mood lately, and I don't like that. I'm like, I don't want to sit here and fight with people over dumb things like sports and stuff. Why is this happening? So I decided to delete my show page. Oh. I deactivated my Facebook show page. Fine. Then today I'm sitting here, and all of the people that were screwing around on my other page have migrated to this one to continue fighting with me over on my personal page. So I deleted my personal page as well. So as we sit here today, I basically have no window to the world because I don't have social media. It feels very weird. Now, of course, I go to Google and stuff and Google for news and stories and all that. Mm -hmm. But it's weird because you don't realize how often you go to social media until you don't go to social media anymore. Like I have it. I'll pick up my phone. First thing I hit, like Facebook. Well, you don't have a Facebook anymore. It's just a blank screen that pops up. Oh, I go to Twitter. Well, you don't have Twitter anymore. It's just a blank screen that pops up. It's, It's a weird thing. 
that I don't have Twitter anymore and I don't have Facebook anymore. All I have is Instagram. That is the one I've kept because that's mostly pictures. And when people comment on your Instagram, it's mostly just, hey, your dog's cute. And I'm like, all right, that's harmless. Right. Or promote it on at blah, blah, blah. Correct. That's all I get. <laughs> so most of it's not people trying to fight over dumb sports right. stuff and become obnoxious a-holes. Yeah. So I'm keeping that for now. But I feel weird because I feel like a lot of stuff happens on social media mm-hmm. and happens on Facebook, Twitter, all that. And I have no idea what any of it is. But let me ask you this. I know you say you feel weird not having it, but do you feel less stressed not having it? To a degree, I guess. I mean, I stress over a lot of stuff anyway. It's just kind of how I am. Like, I need to get to a zen place, but mm-hmm. I'm currently not in a zen place. So, you know, like, you know, I sit around and gamble on my phone all day, or I, you know, I, I bitch about things to Jonathan via text. Like, I'm just in constant stressed out mode for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think I take my job too seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I work in radio. You know who takes these jobs seriously now? Like, three people. Like, literally <laughs> nobody takes this stuff seriously anymore. And I'm over here like, like, do you think that they, like, if you're listening to, like, the 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 doofy sports people, like, are they taking their jobs seriously? Not really. They're just, hey, yeah. Like, but me, I'm so concerned about everything, like ratings and how much money the show makes. The sound of the it. Sa- like, I worry so much about this stuff that it drives me insane. And then I'm driven crazy by that. Then you add on top of it fighting with people on social media it just takes me to this weird level that i don't want to be at so i thought maybe getting rid of social media would eliminate some of that Mm -hmm. but now all i do is sit around and wonder what people are talking about on social media that i'm not seeing yeah so it's i'm driving myself nuts over that too so that well then i guess you're gonna be more stressed out even more than less stressed out well i I, at this point that's true let me see what people are calling about here 1059 the rock you're on hello Hey, Josh, it's Chuck. Hey, Chuck, what's up? Let me give you a little hint about life. All right, Chuck, go ahead. If you can't fix it or can't find somebody to help you fix it, don't worry about it, dude. See, that's it's good advice, Chuck. Off your back. That's good advice. I mean, you know, don't worry about all that stuff that you can't control. See, but that's all I do, Chuck. That's my issue in life is I all I worry about is stuff I can't control. Uh, that, that's that's where you're, you're going. Just let it fly, man. You like me, you just have you just have a tattoo on your ass and you enjoy life. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe you need to go get a tattoo then. Maybe I need to get a boner garage tattoo on my ass. Maybe Chuck's on to something. Maybe we still like, have some like, other ones over there. Yeah, like, yeah, Chuck is clearly a happy individual. See, yeah. Chuck has a, not a care in the world. He's just out there. Hey, brother, I'll show up and get a tattoo on my ass. And I don't even want to play fancy football. <laughs> See, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, there are no worries for Chuck. Control what you can control. But I'm not good at that. Like, I don't. I I want to try to control stuff that I cannot control. Let's see, 105.9 The Rock, you're on. Hello, Josh. You're an internet sensation, a radio star. You gotta be in the know. Also, the people who take this job seriously are schmucks. As yourself, Josh. Love you and battle bye. Bye bye. I have no idea what any of that meant, but thank you. <laughs> you're a celebrity, I guess. <laughs> I guess, and a schmuck all at the same time. <laughs> All right, if you want to get in, we can talk, 615-737-1059. So I'm off of social media. I've deleted all of my accounts other than Instagram, where you can go follow me at Josh Ennis Show. It is literally your only window to the Josh Ennis Show until you guys start harassing me on there and then I delete it. Until you start annoying me, really is what it is. I I get annoyed by stupid people, and then I feel compelled to argue with them because I know they're wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I'm at it all night long, and Jilly's like, you know, you've been on your phone for the last five hours. I'm like, I understand that, Jilly. But these people won't argue with themselves. It's like arguing with a wall. Someone needs to put them in their place, and I am the one to do it. 
And then I end up getting myself like just worked up and ticked off. Like I thought I was dying the other day, a couple Saturdays ago, a Saturdays ago, I thought I was having a heart attack, fighting with people over dumb stuff. And I try to find a zen. I try to woosaw a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm just not good at it. I'm just constantly worked up and angry over stuff. Is there something you can go do that takes away, that no. gives you a woosaw? Like literally go no. for a walk with Luther? Nope. You know what I do when I'm on a walk with Luther? I'm on my phone when I'm Leave your phone there at the house. You know what happens when I leave my phone at the house? I wonder what's going on on my phone at the house. Yeah. Uh, what if somebody important calls? What if somebody important leaves a text message? What if, like, I, like, I literally, my mind... I am fried all the time. Go like to I'm, the movies? On, no, you know what I do if I go to the movies? I'm like, I'm trapped here for two hours. Why can't I got to look at my phone and see what's going on in the world. I, I just messed up. I am absolutely messed up, and I'd like to fix it and remedy that problem. A therapist? Guys, hey, well, see, people suggest a therapist. I don't want to go to a therapist. You know why? Then they know my secrets. But they can't tell them. But that doesn't mean they don't. Do you believe that a therapist doesn't tell anybody? Do you believe that a therapist doesn't go home and say, hey, listen, I was on the couch. You know Josh Ennis from the radio? Okay, he was on the couch. And let me tell you, this guy's life is effed up. Like, I don't trust I, I don't trust a therapist. Now, we can talk. If you guys want to get in, 615-737-1059. I'd love to talk with you. You guys think you can help me out. But I do not trust the idea of a therapist. Program director Jonathan said that. Go see a therapist. Why? So they can tell my secrets to the internet? No, thank you. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh in the show. It's Josh in battle today. You want to get in? Phones, get them. 615-737-1059. So I have attempted to quit social media. I've deleted my social media accounts, thus leaving behind thousands of followers. Uh, But I've decided to get away. Now, I'm reading some of the comments that people are leaving on the text, and of course, you can text the show as well. Uh, text the word rock in your message to 64895. I'm 26, don't have any social media, but I used to. And when I first deleted my social media, you're right, it was weird to look at your phone or pick it up and not know what to do with it. After a while, I got used to it, and now it's effing bliss. And maybe that's the, the route of going. It's hard because I'm in the media world, so mm-hmm. I feel like I need to know what's going on. But I just got to the point where I got sick of it. And can I tell you one of the things that really just – that I don't understand, like people, and I get it. People are, are trolls, and I understand that. And look, I've trolled people before. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Here's where I get perplexed, right? Where I really run into an issue with people is that you've got people who will sit here and harass you, like, all day on social media, right? And then you'll either block them or you'll move on to something else, and then whenever you stop engaging with them, that makes you the coward. So then they come after you with, oh, you're oh, oh, you can't hack it. Even, like, yeah. like what person wants to like what sane person sits on social media all day and fights with people and wants to be told they're terrible all the time? Like, like, how does that make me the lesser person? Cause I'm like, yeah, I think I've had enough of this. I'm gonna move on to something else. And oh, you're a coward. You can't hack it. You couldn't hack the criticism. Now you're not criticism, criticism, you're just being a jerk. And then they know they get under your skin when you do that. Then you come back after them again. No, it's just, and it's, it's a never-ending yeah, cycle. And that's why I decided to get out of it. That's why I decided to stop. And uh, and you know, someone and another person on the text says you probably need to go to a therapist. I don't trust them. I I don't trust anybody. Like I do not trust people with like important information from my life. Do you think maybe you could talk to Jilly about no, these things? Because she, I mean, I have, but I think she's kind of sick of it, right? Like, she's like, there's nothing she can help me with. Like, I think everybody who can help me with my anger over this, uh-huh. 
Uh, like, I've talked to enough already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've talked to Jonathan about it. Or I've talked to my old boss about it. I've talked to Jilly or whatever. Like, I think I've kind of hit the limit on that. So the people who are like, hey, go see a therapist, they might be right. Mm-hmm. But I don't trust the therapist. Because, like, in my mind, this is how messed up I am. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? That therapist is going to take my information. Who, who's to say that they don't sit around with their significant other at night and this uh, therapist just makes fun of the people that they talk to every day? That's possible. I, I mean, that's I a, mean, that's how a... would you not? Like, how? Like, let's say you talk to someone who's super effed up, right? Uh-huh. And you're talking with them and they tell you all sorts of stuff. How do you not take that information back home? Same thing if you're like a doctor, if you're a team doctor. And you find out, you know, that uh, Derrick Henry has got a uh, a broken leg, but nobody knows it. How do you not tell anybody that? Of course you tell somebody that. Yeah. It's impossible uh, not to. What about, and uh, you've probably done this, but what about Luther? Because he's just sitting there. You could get all that frustration and anger out of your chest because he's just going to sit there but and lick it, you and love again, you. I get that, but it doesn't get me anything on the other side of it. Like, I'm not figuring out the problem. I'm not solving the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talk to Luther all the time because I'm nuts. <laughs> I literally sit there and talk with my dog all day, and he'll nod his head and everything. And But it doesn't get me the answers I'm looking for. Yeah. But everybody says, go to a therapist. If I go to a therapist, they'll know my stories and my secrets, and they will tell their significant other or family members or the internet. Well, I can say this, and, I, and I'll go back. When you were, you know, going to nine rounds and hitting stuff, like, yeah. you weren't as, like— you know, on the So you're edge. saying I need to go hit stuff again. Yeah, I mean, look what you did to that table over there. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> the table was already broken. It I was. Just, I just took a baseball bat to it a couple times. True, so I, maybe you need to go hit stuff. Maybe you need to go one of these rage rooms where you just go in there and break stuff. But then I break stuff, and then, then the next day happens, and I have to figure out what to do. Like, I don't know. Music? Uh, like create one of your uh, lonely driving playlists on your I, phone? See, that's not going to do it either. I don't need to sit around in the car and cry over a girl. I need to figure out how to get zen. I need to find my zen. But then people would argue, well, when you find your zen, you're not as ragey. And if you're not as ragey, you're not as interesting. I don't know what to do. I am torn. 615-737-1059. Let's see here. Uh, 1059 The Rock, you're on. Hello. Hey, I was just listening to your rant about losing social media. Yep. And you talked to Luther, and I think Luther's your pet. Yep. So does Luther have a voice? Well, yeah, I talk as Luther all the time. Okay, so there you go. There's your solution. You tell Luther your problem. Luther tells you the solution in his voice. And, for, and here's the thing with Luther. He's very uh, he's he's a all business. Like he when I, like Luther, his main thing. This sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but when I talk to my dog, my dog has a catchphrase because my dog is not one to be trifled with. So his catchphrase is deal with it. So like I, I like and that's what he always says. So if I were to go to Luther and say, what? "Well, Luther, I'm tired of all these people on social media and whatever," he goes, "You know what you can do, Dad? Deal with it. I don't have time for your problems, Dad. Deal with it. Figure it out." Well, all right then. You're going in timeout, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to somebody in the backseat. <laughs> what about uh, maybe talking to your mom or your dad? Okay. Or a, a relative. Okay. First of all, I don't like talking to family members because I don't even know. Like, like I, like I, when family members call other than my dad or my mom, I don't answer because they're probably looking for money or something because I don't <laughs> see these people enough. So I'm assuming they just want something from me. Yeah. Therefore, I don't answer. My dad, in theory, I could call because he's lived the life. He's a media person. But every, here's what happens when I pick up the phone and call my dad. I say, Dad, uh, what's going on? Oh, not much, buddy. Just kind of busy. And I'll go, 
yeah, well, I'm just, you know, working here, you know, I've been dealing with some stuff, whatever. And then, like, almost two seconds into it, not even, I'll go, he'll, dad will go, yeah, that's great, but let me tell you about how they're screwing me over at my radio station. And then just goes on about himself for 20 minutes. And then, then right when I'm about to get into it about me again, you know what I get? Yeah, but I got to get this call. So I'll call <laughs> you back. Somehow my dad's always got a call coming in. Every single time I'm on the phone with him, my dad's got a call coming in. I don't know how, but there's always somebody calling <laughs> right when we're about to get into what my issue is. Never fails. And then dad never calls back. What about your mom? Yeah, my mom talks sometimes too. I mean, but I mean, I don't know what I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, she doesn't, she's not, I mean, she's not in the radio lifestyle no. like you are. So she might have a different perspective to give you on your advice. She may. She might. Let's see here. Uh, 105.9 The Rock, analyze me. Hey, Josh, this is Mark. How you in battle doing today? Good, man. What's up? Good. Well, I was just sitting here driving to work, thinking about the dilemma that you're going through and understanding that uh, there are some people that are just dumber, you know, what out there. But listen to a song by Theory of a Dead Man, Medicaid. You might want to play that song and, you know, do a little bit of it yourself. All right, now what kind of medicating is this battle? I believe it is pot. See, and here's the thing. I don't want to smoke pot. Now, some people say maybe you should get on some sort of pills that level you up. I don't want to take pills. Mm-mm. I don't want to take antidepressants, this. I don't want to take any of that. I don't want it. Like, so I guess the the best natural form of medication or being medicated would be pot. Yeah, but you tried those edible gummies, but th- you said those freaked you out. They did. Now, that wasn't actually pot, but yes. I mean, that's, imagine that's if it. you got the real stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't Oof. want, like, I don't know that I want to, though. That's the problem, so. And like you said, that's the thing, is like, you have this issue, doctors want to just pump you full of pills, and you and don't want to do that. I don't want do your that. pills. I don't want pills. I will just sit there and talk to my dog, I guess, is the only option. All right, if you want to get in, if you have the answer, text the word ROCK in your uh, message to 64895, or get in on the horns. Wind of change. Scorpions. Follow- 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Wind of Change. Yesterday I had lunch at Geo's Chicago Pizza. It's basically like a food truck. You go uh-huh. pick up the pizza, thin crust tavern-style Chicago pizza. They listen. They're big fans of The Rock, and they're awesome. Loved it, guys. The pizza was outstanding. Everybody, Geo Chicago Pizza. Yeah. Nashville's Classic Rock, Josh in a show. Let's check out the phones. Hello. Hey, Josh. You know, I'm thinking alternative medicine is... Oh, oh, I lost you. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me get you. Hello. You know, I'm thinking alternative medicine is better. You don't need to take drug drugs like acupuncture. But really, maybe you just need to go into the woods and talk to the trees. That could be it. So either acupuncture or talk to the trees. Talk to the trees or acupuncture. I'm telling you, it worked for me, and I'm not crazy. I'm okay, crazy. so when you say it worked for you, was it acupuncture or the talking to the trees? Well, you know, I've done both. Acupuncture was like an out of this body experience. It's kind of it's kind of weird to explain, um, but talking to the trees is just kind of like going into nature and just like really talking to yourself. It's not talking necessarily to the trees, but it's talking to yourself and just letting it out into the universe. And and then you figure it out in your own head is really how it comes back to you. Okay. You know what? I think I'm going to go talk to the trees today. I think you should. Yeah, maybe I should. Take Luther for a walk and talk to the trees. Sounds that might like solve all my issues. No pills, no therapy, just trees. I don't know where I'm going. 
WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Howdy, hi, everybody, and welcome into the Josh Innes Show. It's Josh in battle today. Glad you're with us. Great football weekend in Tennessee. Titans have won five in a row. Of course, the Vols put it on Kentucky. I had a buddy of mine, a big you know, sports radio guy, and every weekend I'll text him and I'll say, hey, what uh, games you playing? He goes, well, I really like the under in the Tennessee game. I like the under and I like plus 12 for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I said, here's what you should do, friend. Take Tennessee's point total as a, as a team, their team total over which was 37 and a half. I said, that's what you should do. And, of course, that that hit. Now, it got a little bit closer than it needed to be, but they hit that one, so that was a good one. Uh, this Tennessee team, offensively, they're just nuts, man. They are really, really good. And a lot of people have been comparing them to the 2019 LSU. That's kind of the big thing, mm-hmm. right? I did that months ago, so or like five, six games ago. So welcome to, you know. Not to toot your own horn? No, welcome to September, friend. I mean, I was literally (laughs) saying that this team is like watching that team because they kind of came out of nowhere. They've been middling, 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 then boom, are really good. They've got a great quarterback. They've got, you know, their defense does well enough. I think they've also benefited from playing some lousy offenses, but their defense is fine. And offensively, they're a machine. Like they cannot be stopped. Now, this is a true test this weekend. You're on the road. You're at Georgia. My God, I can't wait. I don't know. That I can think of a time that I've been more excited for a game that doesn't involve my team. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I'm, LSU plays Bama this weekend. We're going to get our asses kicked. That's my team, right? I went to LSU. That's who I root for. I can't think of a time I have been more excited about a team and a game that has nothing to do with me than this game this weekend. Like, I'm, I want to see if Tennessee's really got it. Like, beating Kentucky's great, and that Alabama win was huge. They are legitimately a good team. Yeah. But can they go out and beat Georgia? And I think they can. Here's the real test on Saturday. That's the thing. I think they can. They're, I think, a nine-point underdog. I think they could win that thing outright. They can outscore them. I don't know that Georgia's offense is as good as theirs. I don't know that Georgia can go back and forth with them offensively. I don't know that. Yeah. Like, no one has been able to stop Tennessee. Not mighty Alabama. Mm-mm. Not LSU. Not Kentucky. No one has been able to stop them. Why should I believe Georgia will? I don't think anybody can. And if it comes down to a shootout, Tennessee is winning that game. Go! 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. I mean, I am legit fired up for that game. I want the weekend to get here. I want to sit around, drink beer, do touchdown shots. That's what me and Jelly do. We do shots when one of our bets hits or if we're watching a certain game, touchdowns. The problem is if we do that with Tennessee... (laughs) We'll die. <laughs> Probably. We will literally die if we do a shot every time they score a touchdown. Sunday news. Local DJ dies from alcohol poisoning thanks to the UT Vols. Yeah, that's exactly what it will be. <laughs> Had been contemplating therapy. Uh, <laughs> that just takes the story even further. <laughs> drank himself to death after watching the Volunteers <laughs> score 60 on Georgia. All right, what do you have? Well, today's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. There's an interesting poll online, and I want to get your opinion on this. There's an entertainment site that is polling people about Halloween movies. Yeah. And right now the debate is Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it Halloween or is it a Christmas movie? You want a real talk? Never seen it. But I can tell you that it is a Christmas movie. Because Christmas is in the title. Right, but it's all based on Halloween. That's true, but it's. Uh, I'm going to go with both. Can it be both? Why Fi- not both? Exactly. Is that 50- a cop-out answer? Both. 58.65% say it is a Halloween movie. Okay, that's great. Uh, good for them. 
Uh, but I would say it's both. Like it's a cop out answer, but it's a it's obviously like a kitty. It's not a kitty movie. It's a Tim Burton mm-hmm. like cartoon type of movie. Right. Uh, I would go. I would go both. There, I sold out. I said both because <laughs> it starts out in Halloween and then eventually goes to Christmas time. But uh, yeah, a lot of people think it's a Halloween movie. That's kind of that debate when you say is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Uh, but yes, it is. It is a Christmas it is, yeah, It's a movie. Now, is the movie about Christmas? No, but Christmas is the center sort of of the plot, right? Because he's mm-hmm. got to get somewhere for Christmas. So, uh, yes. Yes, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, Elon Musk, now the owner of Twitter, he's bought it out. He fired a bunch of the uh, the corporate people up there because he's like, I'm going to make this a public platform for free speech. And they said over the weekend, using uh, racial slurs, we're up 500% over the weekend. I find that hard to believe. Uh, and a lot of these celebrities are now tweeting out about how Elon Musk is letting Twitter be a free-for-all. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one in particular is LeBron James. And by the way, it should. It should be a free-for-all because people should be allowed to decipher what they consider offensive and what they don't consider offensive because that's how the world is. There should not be a guy governing what can and cannot be said. If it's hate speech, if it's positive speech, it shouldn't matter. Now, because a person with a brain can decipher whether or not they agree with it or not. Like Kanye. Kanye is a lunatic. I see all the anti-Semitic stuff Kanye says. I don't listen to it and go, I didn't think about that before, but now I agree with it. Because I'm somebody with a brain that works. You can think for yourself. I can think for myself. We should put people in a position to be able to think for themselves. And a lot of these people, left-wingers, fear that. (laughs) They fear people thinking for themselves because they are people that need to brainwash morons out there to make them follow their mood. That's why they put fear in them all the time and say they're trying to take blank, blank, blank. No. Like, let people make their own decisions. And if it becomes too vile of a place, then people can stop going to Twitter. But it should, But you should be in a position where, like I did. Exactly. I, I think Like, I don't like the kind of vibe that was, so I deactivated my Twitter account. But we shouldn't be in a position where we're like, hey, you know, where we should be governing what people are saying. And you ever notice the people that want to govern what you say are, again, if we're on real talk, they're all liberals. They all want to control your words. Screw them. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, so LeBron James uh, commented on Elon Musk because they said this was a Yahoo News thing that the use of the N-word was up nearly 500% over mm-hmm. the weekend after he took over. LeBron tweeted out, I don't know Elon Musk, and to be honest, I could care less who owns Twitter, but I will say that if this is true, I hope he and his people take this very seriously because this is scary AF. So many damn unfit people saying hate speech is free speech. Well, I mean, LeBron is the guy that put up a picture of a cop and basically told people to go kill him. So that's hate speech, too. Again, I'm not defending people's, you know, saying the N-word or saying they're good people. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is people have the right, they, they should have the ability to say what's on their mind, and the, the world can determine whether or not they're offended by it or it's awful. Like the guidelines and stuff. I mean, give me a break and on that, And that's the man. thing. Like your girl Sarah Bareilles, she's commenting on it, too. Sarah B is? Yeah. What Sarah B say? She, uh, she tweeted out, well, it's been fun, Twitter. I'm out. See you on the other platform. Oh, stop, Ple- Pete. Sarah Bareilles. Sorry, this one is just not for stop, me. Stop, Sarah Bareilles. Stop. How are you going to promote your show, Five Girls, or whatever it is? Girls 5M. Yes, That's a good that show. show. Sarah B, what are you doing? Don't do this to me. <laughs> my God. Okay, She's, she retweeted me once. It was one of the highlights of my life. What did she retweet of you? <laughs> I don't remember. Probably, I don't know. Some compliment of hers? I don't know. Very saddened over this news that Sarah Bareilles is also going to leave Twitter. But in typical liberal person fashion, they're going to quit and then, like, come back. They're going to make a big announcement. They're going to quit and then never go away. Because she's got to promote a new song or something. Yeah. 
Like I said, like what was that? The fat little girl from uh, the sex show. The sex show. You know the show where she's like like claiming that people actually like to have sex with her. Oh, oh, uh, Lena Dunham. Oh, like, <laughs> you know science fiction. Nobody wants to have sex with Lena Dunham. But anyway, but anyway what sex? you know, the sex show, Elena Dunham. <laughs> but she uh, she said she was going to move to Canada. Of course, she did not move to Canada. At least last I checked. If she has and I'm wrong, I'm fine. But Sarah Bareilles, I have a weird crush on Sarah Bareilles. It's yeah? very strange. I'm very turned on by Sarah Bareilles. Because she could play the piano? I think that might be part of it. But also because she sings fine songs like Brave. This is a great song. See, be brave. Stay on your social media and fight the racists, right? You can be a Maybe I could take this advice too, Sarah B. This is like top five favorite song of mine. All time. Top five boring song. It's not a... You say you don't like it. It's not boring, though. It's, it's awful. It's uplifting. I need to listen to For more who? For anybody who wants to be brave. Thank you. Hold I don't on. know just, about that. Just listen. Say what you want to say And let the words fall out Honestly, I want to see you be brave What happened to you, man? You're about to lose your man card over this one. I, like, I care about man card stuff. I like air supply. Man card. I wasn't aware we're like we're a this hacky is... morning show. Now, what are we, John Boy and Billy? You're going to lose your man card, brother. <laughs> this is not a song that uh, I would put on anything. And you're over here like, oh, this is going to be my theme song now. Yeah, I'm off is. of Twitter. I'm off of this. I'm off of this. Yes. I'm going to be brave. I am. This is my theme song. This is Josh Ennis' theme song. I'm going to be brave. Oh, boy. I'm going to be brave. See, now, like, if I listen to this every day on the way in, I'd be locked in, ready to go. I don't know about that, bro. I think it's a good jam. I think I might just walk out. I don't care what you do. You'd be doing us all a favor. How about that? I don't think that. Hater. This song is awful. See, I think that's what I need to get back to. Like, I used to get in the zone by driving into work and listening to, like, four or five really good, energetic, uplifting songs to get me ready for the day. See, then what I've done now is I listen to wrestling podcasts on the way in, and that's a boner killer. <laughs> I need to, I need I need my music to be back like this. I don't know if this is going to get you in the mood in the mornings. It will. You, you, know, know, what, you know what You know what else will? Tina. That's going to get me going in the morning. If I listen to this on my way in, every day, <sighs> you're getting a killer morning show. Every day. Are you going to put Cher on there next? God, yeah. I got to think of an uplifting Cher song, but sure. Let me see. Let's see what Cher songs we have. You going to throw Lizzo on there, too? No. Well, her music is uplifting. And we both have a similar BMI. So we're like the same person. Hand me everything I need. Boy, this jam rules. Give me a lifetime of promises and a world of dreams. See, now everybody's fired up. They're on their way into work right now, and they're fired up. Are you fired up? Text. Text the word rock in your message to 64895. This is when Tina gets this. Tell me you're not fired up. You're ready to go to work today and face the day. I don't know about that. You're simply the best. Better than all the rest. See, if I did this, I'd come and do a great show every day. I don't know if this is going to get it going. Like, if you're thinking of, like, songs that get it going, like, maybe Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. I know it's cliche. 
Maybe that. Maybe some Metallica. That's fine. Listen maybe Dawkins. Yeah. You can listen to whatever you want to listen to. I'll listen to Tina Turner on my way in. I got four hours to listen to Dawkins and Metallica. I only have a short window to listen to uh, Tina. So, anyway, uh, this person says, I'm going to be brave and go listen to John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Well, have at it. <laughs> enjoy. Have fun with that one. Hey, enjoy what they have to offer you, bud. 105.9 The Rock. The Josh Innes Show. One oh five nine The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Josh Innes Show. So here's what I want to do. Okay. I want to build a playlist of songs that I can listen to in the morning to try to get into the right headspace. I thought about this because a guy sent a message and said, you should listen to Dreams by Van Halen because mm-hmm. that's an, a good uplifting song, which it obviously is because Sammy writes great uplifting music because he's awesome. But uh, like just to, I mean, obviously Dreams, everybody knows Dreams. But I mean, it's true. Like that's uplifting. Here's what I need, because I need to try to get into the right headspace. I need to come up with probably, I don't know, 10 songs that I can put on a playlist, maybe even more that can rotate every morning, or maybe it's the same playlist every morning, same seven or eight songs on my way into work, because my drive is about 20-something minutes. I need you guys to help me out via text. Text the word ROCK in your message to 64895, all right? I'm looking for songs I can put on like a motivational, uplifting playlist Hmm. to get me into the right headspace to come into work instead of listening to these stupid wrestling podcasts and everything. I need something that's going to wake me up, give me a jolt of energy, and make me feel good. Right. So I need a playlist of those kind of songs, you know, like Dreams, right? Like that's a good jam. But songs like that that can get me going in the morning, songs that get you going in the morning, right? Mm. That's what I'm looking for here. So I need you to help me build this list. So you can text the word rock and your song suggestion to go on this, and we're going to build the ultimate Josh and his show, get your mind right, going to work playlist. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. What about some Shinedown stuff? Uh, Shinedown's fine. Uh, I'm not like a huge Shinedown guy, but Uh I mean, if it's something that'll get you going, then it'll get you going. Because I like I like a little uplifting stuff. So it's got like an uplifting message. Uh huh. You know, but like Shine Down's just got stuff that just hits. Like that's well, hold on now. <laughs> t- 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 pipe down there. So. <laughs> Sammy won't stop. He wants to be on that playlist badly. <laughs> so you can get like Shine Down. This like, one, yeah. Like it's got good energy. So I'm looking for a combination of songs that have good energy, but also songs that have like that uplifting like message to them. You know what I'm Jelly saying? Jelly Roll, Son of a Sinner. I have no idea what that is. It's in the system. All right, Jelly Roll, son of a sinner. Mm-hmm. Jelly Roll is that one fella, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, thank you for breaking down who he Jelly is. Jelly Roll is from Antioch, and he has uh, got a big show coming up at Bridgestone Arena. This, this is not what I'm looking for. But you want something uplifting, right? But if you I, listen I, to like the words. But I don't, the, the words don't fade. I'm looking for energy I in the song, too. Lonely. I got these goals to keep me company. I took the nah. word. Also, another one, Hardy. Okay. We've, we've talked about him before, his new one, The Mockingbird and the Crow. Why are you suggesting all this bro country to me? Why? That's a good song. That one in sold out. The sold out gets me going in the mornings. I'm gonna go to the text. Uh text the word uh rock and your suggestion for this playlist. How about Pink, Let's Get It Started? <laughs> well, hold on now. Pink did not do Let's Get It Started. That is the Black Eyed Peas who yeah. did Let's Get It Started. Pink did Get This Party Started. Uh, let's see. How about Jackal Encore? That's a solid one. Uh, let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton. 
<laughs> Imagine just just driving in his, his Hyundai Sonata. Let's get physical. I, mean, I, I can physical. see that happening. <laughs> and you completely miss the exit. You just keep driving. I'm like, sorry, guys, I'm late. I'm listening to Olivia <laughs> Newton-John. Now I'm all hyped. Unskinny bop by point. That's good energy. Like that, that's that's that would fall into the good energy category. Okay. Just all Olivia Newton John. Well, Xanadu. You know what? That's it. That's the list. Olivia Newton John music. Now we're ready to go. Now I'm ready to come do the radio show. Everything's great. Okay, let's see. People are sending in suggestions. Somebody said, turn back time by Cher. You've never seen a more hyped individual than me at the Cher show. If I could turn back time. If I could find a way. So you can keep getting those uh, those suggestions in for the uh, play. Kickstart my heart is solid. It's solid. You want to go with a jam. There's yeah. some old 3-6 Mafia. Uh, Who run it? that so uh get your suggestions and we're going to build a playlist for me to drive into work every day to get my mind right for the radio show it is halloween have we mentioned that what the hell what is that i have no idea it's firing random songs off now stop all right i have no idea that's the new song that we have no idea but it's going on the playlist i'm ready to go all right so it is halloween today as well if you didn't know so how about we play some halloweeny type stuff how about alice and feed my frankenstein The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Feed My Frankenstein. It's uh, Alice Cooper. What's going on, everybody? Josh and his show. How are you on your Halloween? Do you actually have to take your kid out to trick-or-treat tonight? Yes. See, like at one point growing up, they made us have a designated trick-or-treat time, and it usually wasn't even on Halloween. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Like, hey, you can trick-or-treat between 4.30 and 5.17. Like, that's your designated trick-or-treat time. Now, when I was a kid kid, it was like, Free for all. Mm-hmm. You can be out to like you're banging on doors at midnight. If like, there's it a light matter. on, it's fair game. It did not matter. Like you were just out getting nuts. That's how the world was back yeah. then. Now, obviously, it's a little bit more organized. So, is your trick or treating organized or is it chaos? No, it's organized. They usually they bring in like Gallatin cops to like direct traffic throughout the neighborhood, and they kind of like. They don't shut down the streets on the inside of the neighborhood, but they've got signs everywhere of, like, slow down. There's a cop at pretty much almost every intersection. And uh, we're in, like, the way back part of the, the subdivision, so we get people from the front all the way to the back. And oh. it is insane. Oh, how about you? Yeah. And is there a designated amount of time you can trick-or-treat? Uh, not really. Usually, though, rule of thumb, it's like 5.30 until whenever the lights are off. Right. Yeah, because gotcha. we don't. There's, there's not a time where it's like, okay, you're five thirty to nine thirty, or five thirty to ten, whatever. See, I don't think I want to, you know, live in a neighborhood where I have to tr- do the trick or treating thing. Maybe I'm just a, like, maybe I need to have a child. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe I'll find wonderment if I have a child. Okay. I don't want to do that, <laughs> but I mean, maybe that's what I need in life to find, like, find my zen and my joy. Now that sounds like something that will bring me lots of misery as well. Uh, but maybe that's what I need. You so thought I can... you didn't have money now. Wait till you have kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no more gambling for you, Josh. <laughs> nope. 
Uh, but like for trick-or-treating purposes and stuff, maybe I would get joy seeing a little fella go trick-or-treating. Or would I be like my dad and just bitch the whole time? You know, like, you go by yourself. Dad, I'm four. You'll figure it out. You'll well, figure it out. And the good thing about like with Liam, though, is like he doesn't make it very far trick-or-treating. We get maybe to the end of the block, and he's like, I want to go home. Oh, good. See, that's a so solid. he doesn't get very far. And like in our neighborhood, people like go all out for it. Like they'll bring in golf carts and hay rides to go trick or treating at houses and stuff like this. It's it's insane. Yeah, I don't think I want to be part of that life. No, make sure the lights are off. Anyway, Josh Ennis show got some more rock and roll coming up. One oh five nine, the rock, the Josh Ennis show. The holidays are coming, and your bank account is looking smaller than ever. But don't worry, 1059 The Rock is here with the world's largest piggy bank. And a chance to save the day. The $1,000 prize pig. Listen at the top of every hour, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., for the secret keyword to smash the prize pig. Enter it at 1059therock.com, and you could be on your way to some much needed coin. The $1,000 prize pig. Smash it. Nine times every weekday on 1059 The Rock. Here's your 1059. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh Ennis Show, Fire, it's Jimmy. Josh Ennis Show, did I say that already? Well, if I didn't, here it is again. Josh Ennis Show. It's Halloween! Got a request for this one from Sarah. Hello, Sarah. ARS, Atlanta Rhythm Section. For those of you who are uninitiated, it's spooky. WNRQ Asheville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley Davidson Studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 1059 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. So I've got people sending in suggestions for the mix. I'm trying to put together an uplifting, kind of energetic music mix to drive into work every day to put me in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing this person put together. Sweet Home Alabama, welcome to the jungle. Pour some sugar, uh, some sugar. <laughs> like, it's like how my grandma used to. Uh, what? Uh, never mind. Never mind. There, <laughs> Give me never, some sugar. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that's true. Uh, let's see. Pour some sugar on me. Give me three steps. Back in black. Hate everything about you. Highway to hell. Hot crazy train come on feel the noise we're not gonna take it basically you've given me the playlist of the radio station (laughs) so i'm gonna need a little bit more give josh pink floyd songs to listen to on the way in. yeah that'll that'll get me going (laughs) all right welcome into monday everybody glad you're with us you ready for that balls and dogs game on saturday i think we all are rock and roll band it's boston 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Dream Warriors, docking on this Halloween. God, I love that song. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites of all time, Dream Warriors. You going to go home and watch it today? No, but it's one of my favorites (laughs) of all time. I make big plans to watch scary movies on Halloween, and then Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. And I'm also very busy because I got to take Luther on a long walk. I feel like I owe him one today. Yeah. And then I got uh, the World Series to watch tonight, so it kind of occupies my Halloween time. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. But I love Dream Warriors, though. I just I love that movie. I love that song. Good jam. Uh, I have it on good authority that uh, Jilly's going to be looking for some Halloween requests oh. uh, in textual favors. So if you want to hear some uh, kind of Halloween-type songs or scary-type songs, mm-hmm. well, then uh, maybe, maybe... 
you should consider that. Uh, just texting. Text the word rock in your request to 64895. All right, Josh in a show. You want some more rock and roll from me? Well, I'll play some for you. How about that? It's what I do. 1059 The Rock. The Josh in Here's show. your 1059 The Rock. Somebody to love. It's Queen on The Rock. Hey, here's a good one that might fit onto the playlist, the get hyped in the morning playlist. Foo Fighters, my hero. It's like really just the soundtrack from uh, Varsity Blues, a pretty solid one. A bunch of good uplifting stuff. Thunderstruck, my hero, every little thing counts. I mean, there's a bunch of good stuff on there. Nice guys finish last. It's a very good soundtrack. Movie soundtracks in the late 90s and early 2000s were the balls, man. Anyway, so let's rock. Foo Fighters. Rocket Man, it's Elton John on the Rock. Josh Ennis show. We're getting out of here. It's Halloween. Are you gonna dress up? With I your am. Kid, what are you gonna wear? Jason. I'm gonna be Jason for Halloween. Oh boy, what's your kid gonna be? Uh, he is going as Pennywise. My wife will be Georgie, and then my oldest kid is Michael Myers. So every year we have a, a scary movie theme. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's exciting. Jason Seven is what I'm supposed to be tonight. Jason Seven. Mm-hmm. Is that Jason Takes Manhattan? How so. are they any different? It's the same Jason. This all the one time. has like half the mask cut out, and it's like a zombie. Oh, it's, it's weird. My, my oldest one was like, "This is the Jason you got to be." So oh, I'll be Jason walking well, around the neighborhood terrorizing people. Well, now you know. What are you doing? I'm literally sitting at home doing nothing, <laughs> hoping people don't knock on the door asking well, don't for turn candy. the light on. Then. I'm not. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. The Josh Innes Show. 105.9. The Rock. We're rolling through football season. So how are the Josh Innes Show rock and roll fantasy teams doing? Let's go! Listen to the Josh Innes Show and check in on winners, losers, and updates throughout the season. And let's see who brings home that $1,000 prize. The Josh Innes Show Rock and Roll Fantasy League from 105.9 The Rock.